where I've come to is the belief that that's the most important thing. If I'm honoring God, serving Him, then the way I live is very important. You come into things in the National Football League, that's your goal to win, to get to a Super Bowl. That's what everyone strives for. On February 4, 2007, Tony Dungy became the first African-American coach in the history of the National Football League to win the Super Bowl. When his Indianapolis Colts defeated the Chicago Bears, Dungy joined the Colts in 2002 after serving as the most successful head coach in franchise history for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He also held assistant coaching positions with the University of Minnesota, Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City Chiefs, and Minnesota Vikings. Before becoming a coach, Dungy played three seasons in the NFL. Dungy is the author of a new book from Tyndale House Publishers titled, Quiet Strength. He and his wife, Lauren, are the parents of six children, daughters, Tiara and Jade, and sons, Eric, Jordan, and Justin, and the late James Dungy. Welcome to this special radio presentation, Quiet Strength, the principles, practices, and priorities of a winning life, and featuring a rare behind-the-scenes conversation discussing the life of a world champion NFL coach and a man of tremendous faith, Tony Dungy. We take you now to the offices of the RCA Dome in Indianapolis, Indiana, as Chris Fabry talked one-on-one -on -one with a Super Bowl champion and author of his new memoir, Quiet Strength. Tony Dungy has been described with words such as integrity, sincerity, openness, hero, warrior. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion as a player in 78 and as a coach in January of 07. He chronicles his journey of faith through the years in football in the book, Quiet Strength, The Principles, Practices, and Priorities of a Winning Life, published by Tyndale House. Tony Dungy, thanks for letting us invade your space here in Indianapolis. Well, this is fun. This is a little bit different than what we normally do and uh, something I've been looking forward to. Can you believe what happened in this last year? I mean, has it really sunk in what has happened? No, it's really a little bit hard to believe. You come into things uh, in the National Football League, that's your goal to win, to get to a Super Bowl. That's what everyone strives for. And you always believe it's going to happen, but just the way it happened for us this year and then everything that's gone along with it, uh, it just seems like it's been a tremendous, tremendous blessing that is a little bit hard to believe. You have made it on Jeopardy now. <laughs> I mean, now you've made it. Well, Jeopardy, uh, Times, most influential people, uh, just really is uh, not what you expect when you go into this. You say, hey, I want to be a coach. I want our teams to play well. I want our players to learn some life lessons. And if you can do that, uh, you're happy. You probably have known this. I've known people in the past who have talked about their faith, but they, on the sidelines, but haven't really lived it. Something will happen that kind of shows there's a little bit of a deficiency there, or that they don't rely on the Lord as much as they talk about. But you, throughout the whole crucible of the playoffs and the Super Bowl, as well as going back to the depths of despair that you were in over your, the loss of your son, you have shown that this is a reality in your life, not just something that you talk about, but that you live. Well, it's something that grew. I didn't start that way when I was 13 or 14. I didn't, didn't think that way. I thought about playing football, about going to school, about being the best person I could be. But as I got older and grew and matured, I began to understand that to be a Christian was more than just going to heaven. It was really 
what we're here for, how we're going to live, how we're going to impact other people. And then when you take that direction, things happen and you have to learn how to rely on the Lord. And it was a slow learning process for me, but where I've come to is the belief that that's the most important thing. If I'm honoring God, serving Him, then the way I live is very important. Take us back then to when you were a kid. Let's go to high school, for example. There was a, a point in your career, in order to play quarterback in high school, you've got to be a really good athlete. In order to play in college and then go on to the pros, you've got to be have all of this competitive nature inside of you to do that. There was one point where you told your coach, I'm not going to play that senior year. I did, and that was a time I think all parents can relate to. Uh, I was 17 years old and thought I knew more than my head coach, was certain I knew more than the head coach, certain I knew more than my mom and dad and, and uh, everyone else that was trying to, to help me. And uh, it was a period of time that I just had to work my way through and learn, but fortunately I had people around me who cared and said that, hey, I'm not going to just let you go off, I'm not going to let you be subject to your own devices. I'm going to be there to help. And uh, at some point I did learn to listen and I began to realize that I didn't know everything that I needed to know to be successful in life, but that was a slow learning process. Did you always want to be a professional something player? Basketball earlier, wasn't it? Basketball was my favorite sport, but I don't know that I ever saw myself as a professional, that that was always my goal in life. Both my parents taught school and uh, going to college, and that was something that I wanted to do. But I didn't know what I was going to do after I finished college other than, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to play as long as I can, I'm going to get a degree, and I'll have something that I want to do productive in life. But I wasn't one of those guys that was always focused on the NBA or the NFL from the time I was a kid, and that was really a blessing of having educators for parents. You're listening to the Quiet Strength Radio Special, presented by Tyndale and based on the new book, Quiet Strength, The Principles, Practices, and Priorities of a Winning Life with Tony Dungy, coach of the world champion Indianapolis Colts. In Quiet Strength, you'll read play-by-play accounts of Tony Dungy's NFL football career. It wasn't until I got to Pittsburgh as an NFL player and I saw this group of guys who just seemed so energized, who seemed so excited about life, about everything they were doing, And I said, boy, what is the difference? And what I realized was it was that personal contact, that intimate contact with the Lord and the way that they were living. They were living not to play professional football, but living to glorify God. And we'll return with more from Tony Dungy as he shares the story of how he met his wife, Lauren, 